welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is the Solemnity of Our Lady Help of Christians, the Patroness of Australia. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and and to you, my brothers and sisters, that that I have greatly sinned in in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and and on on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, Have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who placed the love of Our Lady, help of Christians, in the hearts of those who brought the Catholic faith to these shores, grant, through her intercession, wisdom to our leaders, and integrity to our citizens, so that under her protection, Australia may know harmony, justice, and peace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. Wisdom brings up her own sons and cares for those who seek her. Whoever loves her, loves life. Those who wait on her early will be filled with happiness. Whoever holds her close will inherit honour, and wherever he walks, the Lord will bless him. Those who serve her minister to the Holy One, and the Lord loves those who love her. Whoever obeys her judges aright, and whoever pays attention to her dwells secure. If he trusts himself to her, he will inherit her, and his descendants will remain in possession of her. For though she takes him at first through winding ways, bringing fear and faintness on him, plaguing him with her discipline until she can trust him, and testing him with her ordeals, in the end she will lead him back to the straight road and reveal her secrets to him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May the name of the Lord be blessed, both now and forevermore. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, praise be the name of the Lord. High above all nations is the Lord, above the heavens his glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Who is like the Lord our God, who has risen on high to his throne, yet stoops from the heights to look down, to look down upon heaven and earth. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. From the dust he lifts up the lowly, from the dung heap he raises the poor, to set him in the company of princes, yes, with the princes of his people. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. The language of the cross may be illogical to those who are not on the way to salvation, but those of us who are on the way see it as God's power to save. As scripture says, I shall destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing all the learning of the learned. Where are the philosophers now? Where are the scribes? Where are any of our thinkers today? Do you see now how God has shown up the foolishness of human wisdom? If it was God's wisdom that human wisdom should not know God, it was because God wanted to save those who have faith through the foolishness of the message that we preach. And so, while the Jews demand miracles and the Greeks look for wisdom, here are we preaching a crucified Christ, To the Jews, an obstacle that they cannot get over. To the pagans, madness. But to those who have been called, whether they are Jews or Greeks, a Christ who is the power and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Happy are you, O Blessed Virgin Mary. Without dying, you won the martyr's crown beside the cross of the Lord. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother and his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdala. Seeing his mother and the disciple he loved standing near her, Jesus said to his mother, Woman, this is your son. Then to the disciple he said, This is your mother. And from that moment the disciple made a place for her in his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Those who know me well know that I'm prone from time to time to hop up on my high horse and go for a little bit of a ride. I'm prone every now and then to a bit of a rant. Well, should probably give you a little forewarning. I think this is going to be a little bit of a rant. The gospel today is such a powerful moment. Jesus, he's hanging on the cross And he's pouring out his own life 
for us. Now, I think, you know, it, it rolls off the tongue quite easily. You know, oh, well, well, Jesus gave himself for us. Jesus gave everything of himself for us. But pause to consider for a moment what's happening right now. Jesus, he's been despoiled of his clothing as he hangs naked on the cross. He's been despoiled of his power as he has his arms and feet nailed. But that's not enough. You see, Jesus is going to make an entire gift of himself. And that includes his mother. Think of that for a second. In the moment of Jesus' greatest agony, he gives his mother. You know, there's a scene in the movie Saving Private Ryan at the beginning. It's, you know, it's the D-Day landings and the Allied forces are arriving on the beaches and they're just being cut to pieces by German machine guns. And look, if you're a bit squeamish, I wouldn't recommend watching it because it, it really is very graphic. And, and one picture that sticks with me is of a young man who's obviously in extreme pain and he's dying and he's calling for his mother. On the beaches of Normandy, that all he wanted was his mum. Well, here we have Jesus, himself in extreme pain. Not just the physical pain, but the mental and spiritual anguish of the sacrifice that Jesus is making. And instead of clinging to his mother, he gives her away. He turns to his mother and says, Woman, this is your son. And then, of course, to the disciple that Jesus loved, he, he looks at him and says, this, this is your mother. And in this moment, Jesus gives his mother to the disciple he loves. Now, interestingly, this disciple's not named, right? Because, you know, that's us. We're the disciple that Jesus loves. It's you and me. As he hangs upon the cross, he gives his mother to us. You know, I, I, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of, of receiving a gift that is just so embarrassingly extravagant. That someone's, you know, clearly gone to such extraordinary efforts to give that, that's cost them a great amount of time or effort or money, that the reality of that gift speaks of the tremendous love of the giver. And what do you do in the face of that? There's nothing to say but thank you and to treasure the gift which is bestowed. The gift which Jesus gives us on the cross. It's embarrassingly extravagant. Jesus gives everything, and he gives his mother. So what are we to do in the face of this great gift? Same thing the beloved disciple did, receive it. To receive Jesus' mother, make a home for her in our hearts, and to allow her to be mother to us. And I don't know, you know, I've, we've gone through a phase in the church where we've, we've pulled back from Marian devotion because, you know, we've got to focus on Jesus. And, you know, 
of course, Mary should never be in the road of her son. But I think you find that in the Gospels, she doesn't put herself between the disciples and Jesus. She's the one who's always helping the disciples to be better disciples. How does it all begin? Right there at the wedding feast of Cana, when Mary turns to the attendants and says, just look, do whatever he tells you. She's not the one who gets in the way. She's the one who prepares the way to her son. And so I think we mustn't have any fear about taking our mother into our homes. And we mustn't have any fear that we're doing something that isn't going to bring Jesus great joy. What's the worst thing you can say to someone who's giving you a gift that is most precious to them? No, thanks. I don't need it. I don't want it. I think when we honour Jesus' mother, we bring joy to Jesus' heart. So Mary takes seriously the role that Jesus gives her from the cross. And there's no moment that she doesn't look upon us as her sons and daughters. And so equally, there must be no moment in our lives when we do not look upon her as our mother And especially today as we honour her under the title of Help of Christians, that we entrust to her the help that we need. That she would pray for us, support us, accompany us as she accompanied Jesus from the moment of his conception all the way to his ascension into heaven. Let me leave you with one last thought. You know, as a priest, we're often called to the bedside of those who are dying and uh, after giving the sacraments, one thing I, I like to do is to you know, pray a decade of the rosary with those who are gathered around the bedside of their loved one. And it never ceases to amaze me, those last words of the Hail Mary. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. And then here is this person lying in their deathbed, quite possibly within the hour of their death. And that Mary's there, praying, caring for her son for her daughter. And so the young man in the movie Saving Private Ryan calling for his mother on the beaches of Normandy wasn't alone. But we're never alone. We should entrust to Mary help of Christians, not just the hour of our death, but every hour of our life as well. And now let's together profess our faith by praying the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the the Father Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.